Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? <laughs> oh, you sound jolly. Oh, jolly. Hey, hey how are you feeling? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What? <laughs> Who am I talking to? Who is this? Oh, oh no. <laughs> are you feeling better? Last week you're feeling a little under the weather and. <laughs> Okay. And and you had some um, you know, you shared some concerns that I think mm -hmm. our audience enjoyed. I know I enjoyed your your mm -hmm. sharing of concerns about, you know, you know, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. the the mm -hmm. sick and sick and fear of getting sick. How you sound mm -hmm. better? You mm -hmm. feel better? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh. Who is that? Mm -hmm. I, I like that voice. Mm -hmm. Is that a fretful aunt? Who is that? Oh. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I went on a road trip. Do 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 do. Where'd you go? If you can say Upset. Well, my my mom, uh, you know, she she's eighty eight, and she uh, she wanted to go on a road trip for her birthday, and so we went around Washington. Basically, <laughs> did a tour of all of the dams of Washington. The dams of Washington. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we went up and we saw the Diablo Canyon Dam and the Ross Lake Dam, and then we went That's to. That's so basic. That gives me chills a little bit, John. Yeah. Go, just knowing you've mapped it out, you got a triptych mm -hmm. or similar, mm -hmm. never take the same route twice, but you knew there were dams, at least by your telling and, and the plural, more than one dam. Lots of dams. Lots, Lots of dams. So okay. many dams. We went to the Grand Coulee Dam, which is the largest dam. I don't think we say that anymore. The uh, the Grand Coulee <laughs> Dam? <laughs> Sorry. That, that, that's one of those words you hear, you know, and like a coulee. It's oh. one of those words like, uh, like you know, uh, the, the, the people used to use disparaging. They're not referring to any ethnic group. Sure, sure, sure. No, this is a coulee, C-O-U-L-E-E, -E, is also a uh, Western term for a, for a canyon. Ooh, okay. A, a canyon. That's different from a gorge, right? Well, it is different from a gorge. Mm. I'm not sure. Well, a coulee is wider than a gorge. I'm so sorry I took you off your story. It's early and I've had some coffee. Your no, blessed think, mother, you who were is still dead kicking. On them. You were right in the center of the story talking know, about man. the coolies. I, I mean, had to The get coolies, to it. yeah. I mean, you know, there's just those things, you know, you got <laughs> I, they don't I, have hats, these coolies. Okay, and they, they didn't build the railroads. But mm -hmm. this is why we don't use words. I can't even use the adverb that we can't use anymore. Mm. We can't even say the, the word that's not as bad as that word, which is slavishly. I get a lot of people. Let alone inwardly. I get a lot of people writing me telling me that you can't use the we can't use that word anymore uh -huh. phrase anymore. Oh, is that what is yeah, that? Like, is that insensitive? Like Merlin, Merlin keeps saying that he can't use that word anymore, and he can't use that phrase anymore. I can't use that phrase in discussing that we can't use that phrase. Yeah, and so I go. Is that like a FISA order, John? Is that like where <laughs> like, you, get, you can't even mention that Merlin. you got the order? Listen, I'm going to say it one more time so everybody hears. Okay. I don't control Merlin. Oh, geez. Well, welcome to the club. There's a, there's a <laughs> phrase that, that that's uh, actually you were yeah you weren't you were only well. I was only I, 15 years old. Well, uh, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. I I um I have a phrase I've started to use on on uh, on another program, which is uh, uh I don't like being uh, I don't like being pressed into being uh, any of my friends' penis lawyer. Oh, and, and by that I mean it's sometimes it's about penises, but often it's just about like I'm supposed to know everything that everybody does, and I'm supposed to have a strong opinion about it. 
and then I'm supposed to post about it. Mm. And I, I will on occasion be more than happy to be someone's pro bono penis lawyer, but mm -hmm. I do not, I do not think of myself as being in the business of having to explain my other friends. A phrase, mm. a phrase that we used to use in our, uh, in, in my life, a phrase that's come up a lot. It's not my day to watch him. Oh, not my day to watch him. What a great phrase. <sighs> But I appreciate it. I'm sorry. I hope that? I haven't. I have, hope I, I honestly hope I haven't hurt anybody with that. But generally, I'm having fun with the idea that you know words are, you know, yeah. words are. It's like that wordy rapping hood uh, song by by the Tom Tom Club. You know, mm -hmm. words are they're stupid things. You know, oh, that might have are. been Ed, Edgar Rice Burroughs who said that. Who was that? The guy that was addicted to heroin in the movie. What's his name? Who's Ooh, the guy? Uh, William Henry Harrison. William no. Henry Harrison. Do you know who Harrison. I mean? Harrison. Henry Henrison. Heron House. William Henry Heron House. They say Heron. it's cursed. You cross through its gates, <laughs> like the guy in Naked <laughs> Lunch. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Har Har Harvey uh, Herven Hervinston. Hey, everybody. Her <laughs> Hello, friend. I am professional podcaster Merlin Mann. Every day I hear from millions of Roderick on the line listeners who want to share what our program has meant to them. It's my favorite part of the job. I put little cameras in all of my trees. I finally know what to say when I meet Dan Harmon. I learned the power of campfire spaghetti parties. I swear to God I'll never look at a woman in a Dutch window the same way again. German underpants are way better than I could have imagined. My family says I look taller, but not in a weird way. I was today years old when I learned that chili could be pumped. Listen, we have a lot of fun here, and obviously we are changing a lot of lives. Thing is, we also want your money. So if Roderick on the Line has had an impact on your own life, please go to patreon.com slash Roderick on the Line. You can support our important work for as little as $5 a month. Keep moving and get out of the way. 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 And visit GiveRoderickYourMoney.com. It's the right thing to do. Okay, um, that's one. He was one of the beats. You know, he was one of the beats. He was the guy who talked like this. Yeah, he he was uh, the, he was putting down what they were what they were putting up. Yeah, he was. Um, he was played he was, by he was played by RoboCop in that weird movie. Yeah, it was uh, Stephen Jesse Bernstein. Stephen Jesse Bernstein was the poet who talked like. Oh, he was very he was very Burroughs, wasn't he? Now was he, he was. from Seattle, John? He was. He was. He used to have he spoken was. word things they'd play on our indie rock college station. He did. He would open rock shows with his Burroughs-esque poem, poems. Yeah. And um, I, I liked him very much. I have all his books. I enjoyed his. I he's, enjoyed him. He's a lot. interesting. He's. I know this is a little bit of uh, Monday morning quarterbacking, and mm. but like he's definitely in that weird rat king of to me of people like. I don't know, just those characters where you're like, mm, I hope that guy sticks around because he seems like he's kind of swinging for the fences. Well, you here's know, what happened like, to like Stephen a Vic, Jesse Like a Vic Bernstein. Chestnut, Vic, Vic Chestnut maybe, maybe yep. like a Gigi Allen, maybe yep. like a David Yao. Yes, although of all of those, only David Yao survives. Did we, did we decide that he was being ironic? David Yao? I hope not. Mm. I based my whole life on his, uh, his... He's Jesus Lizard, right? On, yeah, on his onstage performances. Oh. No, Stephen Jesse Bernstein uh, pi pioneered a method uh, that we now call the Elliot Smith, which is he stabbed himself repeatedly to <sighs> death. Oh, 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 oh. But I think he stabbed himself oh, 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 like oh, oh, oh. 90 times or something, or 100,000 okay. times. Uh, la, 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 la. Yeah, oh. yeah. Boy, really something. Uh, you really got to want it. But that's also a style. Like, we're, I, I don't know why, off the dome. I'm but thinking, it's a mood. Am I right? I want to talk about these goddamn dams. It's a vibe. It's a, It's definitely a feels. Um, I'm sorry to our listeners. I, well, I'm not being ironic, sorry. Like, I'm not doing that to be uh, hurtful. 
I'm doing it because I think words words are funny things. And I think it is funny that there are, in particular, I know we're not supposed to say this anymore, there are homonyms Hmm. and words sound like other words. And sometimes when we say a word, you know, we're not saying that actual word. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh. You know what I'm saying, right? Oh, well, see, I know what you're saying. But this is also, if I could just pivot to- You're not talking to me. I am. I am. Now I am. I'm pivoting. Literally, you are. Literally, I'm pivoting to verse and the idea that there are magical ways that the sounds of uh, a given language, in our case, the English language, there are various ways that that you can align the sounds in the English language to have something, uh, I don't know if we say gestalt anymore, but like there's something bigger than the sum of its parts. And I, 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 I love that, and it still, it still moves me. Oh. I mean, not, not a lot by that many people, but, and it's not, I'm not talking about, you know, not, not all lyrics or, or poems and not, not all verse or poems. All the poets, they studied rules of verse, and the ladies, you know, heard them say, sweet Jane. Uh-huh, sweet, 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 sweet Jane. Now, he said all the color girls go do 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 I just listened to Steven the Cowboy Jesse Junkies Bernstein. yesterday. Can you believe that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait yeah, a minute, wait a minute. That, what, that's what the, the lady, what, oh shoot, I'm having a brain fart because I was listening to, sorry, Afghan Wigs uh, this weekend, and there's that one song uh, on Gentlemen where he sings with, is her name, is it Hope Sandoval? Is that her name? What's her name? Uh, Hope Sandoval. Is that is that Cowboy Junkie? Uh, Hope Sandoval is uh, the uh, woman from... Uh, Mazzy Star. She's from Mazzy Star. Star. No, no, they covered, they covered uh, Sweet Jane. Mazzy Star did? Who covered Sweet Chain? Is that Cowboy Junkies? The Cowboy Junkies did. And none of these have anything to do with Lone Justice. That, that's when the knife feels like justice. Is that See, right? and that's the thing. And you're thinking of Margot Timmons from uh, Cowboy Junkies. Might be thinking of Margot Kidder. But Lone Justice. I, that's oh, Maria I McKee. Ever, I want to say Maria yeah. McKee. Did I ever tell you about the time we almost opened for Lone Justice? No, but I'm writing it down right under dams. Yeah, one time. Lone in, Justice, I had their cassette in 1986. Yeah, yeah, they were so amazing. They, they were, were going to cool. be the next big thing. They were going to be the next were, big they were, thing. Now, they were in a different Rat King. They were in the Rat King of not country rock, but they were like uh, Zeitgeist slash The Reavers, like a certain amount of even John uh, Cougar Mellencamp. There was that kind of turn to country-ish rock. You get like a Guadalcanal diary. Cowpunk, they Cow- called it. Punk, yes, probably. Now, what sort about uh, you got me tied down in battleship chains? That band, what are they called? Remember that band? The, the, you the got Melvins. me tied down in. Ba- remember, remember them? The, they were kind of the Marvels. Oh, what a good place to be! You don't believe it. I, uh, I think that uh, what well, you know, one of and the I, reasons. I sometimes wonder why I can't sleep at night. You, me, no. her. Um, I, uh, I, uh, the diff- one of the difference between. Uh, uh, well, the difference between a chicken is one like both the same, but the difference between um, a coolie and a canyon up here is that uh, they're all made of everything up here on the eastern side of Washington is made of lava. It's all made of lava. You see, it starts with lava. It's like uh, everybody was making sourdough during the pandemic. You're saying it all starts with the lava, and the sp- spiders come later. It goes back. It goes back way. You set the way back machine to way back. Ooh. And you go back to when Yellowstone was a mega volcano. Okay. And it just kept it just kept sending more and more lava. We were like, we got enough yeah. lava, turn no it off. Thanks. And then it just kept coming. Lava, lava, lava. So everything on the eastern side of the state is you start with lava uh-huh. and then mega floods. <laughs> so you put mega flood on top of lava, and that's what and that's how you get eastern Washington. And that's where they grow the hops now. That's where they grow the hops. Yeah. They grow the hops on top of the lava that has been mega flooded. Hops on top. 
Hop on top. Mm-hmm. And also sweet onions. Hops and sweet onions. Sweet onions. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's what we did. We drove over okay. there, and did we you start went, out with a rooting, or as you say, a route, a route. You guys say root, don't you? I have, ooh, what would I? No, I think, I think I you and your say mom route. say root, don't you? Maybe she says root. I did say. Did you route. start out with something in mind? Did you? Was it going to be like we need to hit these points at a certain time? Was it relaxed? Like, was what was the feeling going? And also, was it just the two of you? No, it was me, mom, and uh, my daughter, and my daughter's mother slash partner. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. And I, I had the high points, right? I knew that I wanted, because hi, there's a highway mm-hmm. called Highway 20. And it's maybe not intuitive because Highway 20 is north of Highway 2. You didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah. No, I've seen, I saw a CGP Grey video about how they numbered highways. And mm-hmm. like with so many of the great classic CGP Grey videos, there's like, he explains something that like over, at least over 80, maybe over 90% makes a thousand percent sense, except yeah. for the ways that then it doesn't do that. And that's how you end up with multiple roots and things. And you get the East and the West and the zeros and the ones. Yeah, it's a lot like computer and the ones. Math. Right, because like zeros are East, West, wait, sorry, yeah. even or East, West, and odd or north south usually right yeah but there's there's um there's lots of they start counting them different ways what we have here is we have a US highway 2 okay which is a united states road huh. and then we have or... yeah and then we have an, a state route 20 which is north of US 2 okay and state route 20 closes every winter at the end of october and it doesn't open up again until spring because like it's just the overlook too- hotel Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And the only way you can get there is Scatman Carruthers <laughs> drives you up there. <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash friends. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and for growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything your products, your services, and even the content that you create. Because guess what, guys? Squarespace has got you covered. So many great things. Uh, You know that you can sell products in an online store. This used to be a whole thing, trying to do this on your own. Well, you know, whether you're selling physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools that you need to start selling online. And and like we mentioned, the templates, so beautiful. You're going to get started with a best-in-class website template and then you customize it to fit your own needs. It's as easy as browsing the category of your business to find a perfect starting place. And then you customize it, and you make it your own with just a few clicks, a few drags, and uh, you got a beautiful website. You know, uh, it used to be uh, trying to do search engine optimization required a whole bunch of add-ons. Well, not anymore, because with Squarespace, you can use the suite of integrated features, uh, SEO guides, things that will help you to maximize your prominence among search results. And of course, let's not forget that Squarespace also has powerful blogging tools so you can share stories, photos, videos, and updates. You'll be able to categorize, share, and schedule your posts to make your content work for you. Uh, you're using Squarespace right now. I feel I feel like I should tell you because Roderick on the Line, the podcast that you're enjoying right now, is and always has been hosted on Squarespace. And uh, they've been really good to us. It's where I put some of my personal sites, professional sites, and it's Maybe most importantly, the site, the service that I recommend to people who need a home on the web, you got to check it out. So go check it out. You go to squarespace.com slash supertrain. You can get a free trial with no credit card required. When you're ready to launch, use our very special offer code supertrain 
because that's going to save you 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain, squarespace.com slash supertrain. Use that code supertrain for 10% off. Uh, it'll save you some money and it'll show your support for Roderick on the line. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. And a snow cat. <laughs> you want some ice so cream? I, you want some ice cream, Doc? But what that means is we have to go through Winthrop and then and 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 we'll see. So we went up and we saw Diablo. We actually drove across Diablo Canyon Dam. They don't even. There's not even a gate. It was just like, oh, I guess they just leave this dam unattended. <laughs> we were like, really? Yes, I'll drive out on it. And and my daughter was like, don't you drive out on that dam? And I was like, there's no. Listen, there's not even a sign that says don't drive on the dam. And you can't. There's no. You can't turn around on the dam. And if a if a car was coming the other way, there's not room for two cars. It's a very tall dam mm-hmm. drove right on out on it well anyway then we went to twisp <laughs> and they were having a little farmer's market i was gonna ask you if you went to twisp we did we did we went That's to the twisp. place where you were gonna potentially be the sheriff yep and yeah. uh, there's actually an election happening right now for sheriff and i i got the lay of the land of of my two opponents they both are a lot more sheriffy than me yeah, but that might be just the opening for you. See, that's what I'm thinking. Because there are a yeah. lot more hippies up there than there ever were before. Because it's now, mm. like for every horse cowboy that used to be up there, there are two mountain bikers and one marathon runner. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so they're all moving up there and they're buying like Apterix. Asterix. That's just expensive. Apterix. Yeah, they're buying all that really expensive running gear. So I was like, huh, might be time for a new sheriff in town. But then, you know, Grant Cooley, that's a big dam. That's is that, a, is that a New Deal dam? That's a New Deal dam. Damn. That's that's a Roosevelt dam. That's You know, we don't build things in this country anymore, Merlin. Did you, are you, I mean, I so went to see, our family went to see a, um, at the, at the local, uh, at, the, at the local MoMA. At the SF MoMA, there's a big um, Diego Rivera um uh, exhibit like really uh-huh. really really lot, lots of Diego Rivera and um he's not my favorite but it does remind me of what happened in the 30s when we mm-hmm. gave people jobs to do things that we needed and I think it's kind of a good idea it a lot of people didn't idea. like Roosevelt for that I think it was a good idea you can call it, you call it a make work project people are but still mad but if we're making work that does good things look at those posters you ever seen any of those wpa posters they're beautiful they sure have they are they're beautiful and you know one of the things we did this weekend was we went down to the mary hill art museum which was built by sam hill <laughs> the nutty millionaire railroad baron who was like this guy that he's this incredible person that knew all the royal families of Europe, but he lived in Seattle and he really, he really wanted to pave the roads. That was his big thing. He was like, this sounds like a movie that Christopher Nolan would never would want to make, but never get around to. This sounds like one of those stories that needs to be told. It would be such a great, such a great movie starring, um, who, Could it be Michael it be? Shannon? I'd like to see Michael Shannon. In Let's the put thing. Michael Shannon in the role. There you go. Love that guy. It's the movie's cast. It's written and cast. Okay. Anyway, at a certain point, he was like, 
uh, friends with a woman who was friends with Rodan, and he bought a bunch of Rodan drawings and sculptures, and now they're it's all before the internet, John. Way before. I mean, the people, the way that people knew each other, is so strange, and the way that royalty got to be royalty. Boy, talk about strange bedfellows. My goodness. Ooh, that's right. It was. And, and at that time, of course, that, that part of the country was seen as like beyond the, the sticks. I mean, I just, I was watching a documentary uh, about movies uh, in the last few weeks. And one of the things they highlight that everybody always highlights is that one of the reasons Hollywood happened, yes, because of the weather, you know, but a big part of it was that Edison and other film people were very litigious and that by going to Los Angeles, essentially starting in Los Angeles, they could steer clear, clear of a lot of those, you know, uh, the, the attorneys that would be would be pursuing them if they were in, New, say, New Jersey. Interesting. So do weirdos, weirdos come west? Weirdos come west. That's right. And I was looking at these Rodans. Have you been to the Rodin Museum in Paris? No, I've never been to Paris. It's really lovely. It's, I mean, not lovely. It's Don't astonishing it look, like and Like a terrifying. sculpture garden or something that's famous? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Paris is lovely and terrifying, but this sculpture mm -hmm. garden is especially... I'm a I'm a big fan and, and his work really like seeing it in person just it's just it blows your mind. That's the thing about art. You gotta see it in person. You gotta see it in person. It sounds nuts, but it really does make a difference. But so the the Rodan the Rodaniana that was at this <laughs> at the Maryhill Museum. And oh, and Sam Hill was also the guy that built a uh replica of Stonehenge here in No in kidding. Washington. That's Except a passion project, huh? Yeah, he built it as a memorial to World War I veterans, but uh, but he built it, stick with me, he built it as though it had never fallen. So he built a, like a brand new Stonehenge as if, like a... That's so, it, like, this is what it would look like. It would be like, I don't know, I mean, like, I've always wondered, like, for real, what the actual Hanging Gardens of Babylon would look like, because the drawings are just bananas in that case he's saying this is what it looks like these guys this is when it was still fresh you can still smell the fresh fresh uh stonehenge paint on it that's i guess where he was coming from yeah okay. you know if i were elon musk i would get off twitter and i would build a replica of the of the hanging gardens of babylon what the heck and what? it's funny you should say that because a thing that i wrote down a second ago when you were talking about railroad barons i was thinking this is not a topic i'm just this is just a fly by comment i wonder if part of the thing with people maybe not like elon musk exactly but definitely like some of the crypto guys and the disruptive thought leader guys i wonder if there's some part of their brain that really wants to be the equivalent of a railroad baron that they want to have <laughs> been there making the transformative thing and even amongst other people, well, back to gauges again, right? That you could muscle other people to like license your gauge or whatever. I really, yeah. uh, that's, that's kind of like, at least in uh, not modern times, but in like, you know, in the American era, that's the railroad guys. That, that was the oil guys. Those are, those are the barons, baby. This guy, Sam Hill in 1900, Sam Hill. Yeah. he went, he made 20 trips to Japan in the space of his lifetime and he lived pre uh, uh airplane you know like to any trips to japan he was in europe uh you know 50 times he knew all of the heads of state and yeah. it was and he was he wasn't just he wasn't a dilettante he was over there you know like he's staying in the mix fixing up the countries after the war and mm -hmm. and and spending a lot of money you know really trying to pave those roads Oh, 
Oh, but the thing about the Rodan stuff is I saw Diego Rivera so strongly in Rodan's sculptures from 30 years prior. And it was just... I like it was, one it, of those ways like, that you see, like, Cezanne turn into cubism like one of the you know what i mean like one of Same. those like you're like oh like Cezanne's little huts really presage the idea of what we would think of as brock and you know picasso cubism yeah all that all that 30s socialist realism mm -hmm. I, I i had never connected it to to huh. anything kind of you know like as kinetic as as rodin and all of a sudden i saw it so clearly and i was like whoa whoa that was there all the time and i didn't you know, because he, of course, his sculpture was all, uh, it was controversial and the French were like, what is this? It's not even finished. This is all lumpy and mm -hmm. kind of like us. You yeah, know, we, it, I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, but you know, just because I'm lumpy doesn't, you know, not art. Yeah. Right. I've seen Talk about a t-shirt, but that, you know, how do you know when something's Shut up, finished? Frenchie. You know when it's finished. The artist knows when it's finished. Yes, and then it belongs to the world, but doesn't belong to the world until until Rodin's done with the lumps. So deal with it, like mm -hmm. it or lump the lumps. it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how to say that in French. Your lady right? lumps. Oh, my lump, my lovely lady lumps brings all the boys to the Rodin garden. How huh. do you guys? How do you guys like uh, uh, road trips? Is it a thing that you like? Uh, you gosh, it's, been, it's really been a while. We usually we don't usually have road trips qua road trips in the sense of like okay this is an adventure to to just be the the journey like longer trips we've taken in california include things like you know uh going <laughs> i mean to be honest like you know because we lost two years there but back before then it was to like go to legoland or go to disneyland or you know those kinds of uh, driving trips a, a the closest thing we have to a regular driving trip outside the, the exact bay area although people could quibble, is like going to Santa Cruz, where my wife went to college. Um, and they've also, my kid really likes, kind of wants to go to college there too. And they've got, uh, they've got a really good, uh, I, I think really good theme park, or not theme park, the boardwalk, right? right? They've got like roller coasters and stuff. Uh, that's the closest thing we have. We have not gone on a lot of like ambles in the way the Roderick family does. Doesn't that boardwalk have a vampire problem? Like in terms of too many or too few? Well, oof, I think too many. You, is it? A, it's not a haunting then. It's a different kind of uh, phenomenon. Yeah, it's like a. Um, oh, what happens? Well, a they, Dracula infestation. You're yeah, saying. the freaks come out at night. You know. Oh, I believe that. I know there's no yeah. parking on the dance floor. There's a beach right there. I like the roller coasters, so yeah. I, I'll be disclosing for a moment. The times that we have gone there, uh, uh, we mostly split up for part of the trip because daddy like a roller coaster mm. nobody else like a roller coaster oh, oh so i buy the rain man pass that lets me cut line and mm -hmm. then i ride roller coasters for a couple hours and then we meet back up and have an orange whip i also like roller coasters and i also live in a family where no one else likes roller coasters. i'm not mad about it um because I'm, I'm happy that they seed me that yeah. Um, but like, I, I, it is one of those things where, like, the same way I can't, can't get my goddamn kid to watch anything new that's mm. exciting, mostly. Mm. Like, I'm mm. always like, oh, I just wish I could share this with you because roller coasters are, are, are really fun. But Santa Cruz is interesting. They got a lot of deer there. It's a lot of hippies. 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 Um, it's a pretty good school. Um, but um, you okay? So, so when did you? If I could ask for your your your, your damned sojourn, when yeah. did y'all start? Friday, maybe. Take off Friday, beat the traffic. Well, it was it was crazy because my daughter's mother mm -hmm. 
partner, 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 yeah, was in Florida. Mm. <laughs> and she was she was in Florida. What? And she said she texted me and she was like, "There's a hurricane coming. Should I get out of Florida?" Because she had another meeting in New York. I didn't even I, I I didn't I didn't even need the first part of that compound sentence. Yeah, this is two <laughs> weeks ago. Or Just cross out the whole first part, and I'll answer yes. You should get out of. There. I'm in Florida. Should I get out? Because there's get a hurricane out? coming. And of course, of course, I said. No, if you got a chance to ride out a hurricane, you should. Oh. And she was like, she was like, I don't know. And I said, <laughs> you know, this is one of those things where, you know, it's like, oh, if I were there, I would just totally be like, it's got to stay. And then she wrote me and she was like, I think I'm going to leave. And I said, well, you know, okay, that's, okay. you know, that's all right. You do you. Yeah. And then like w one day later, all the airports were closed. It was everything. It was happened. As somebody with a close family member in Florida, I can tell you it went from, I don't say zero to a hundred, but it feels like it went from 20 to 80. Yeah. Really, really like overnight. And so I texted her and I was like, you were right. And I was wrong. Well yeah. played uh, little friend. Cause mm -hmm. nicely done. And then, you know, and then the, and that wasn't even the beginning, but then she was in New York and she was New York ended up. And, I said, well, you know, we were going to do this road trip. And she was like, well, I get back Friday at two. And I said, here's, why don't I pitch this at you? I pick you up at the airport. We go get our kid out of school and we just leave. We oh, now you just made this trip even better for me. I love the disruption of everyday uh, stuff. Boom. That was what I lived for as a kid. And, and live for disruption. You know, I even lived for like the teachers hung over, let's show a movie. I, uh, you know, mm -hmm. assembly, like anything that anything. broke up the tedium of me watching that clock tick, tick, tick. Fire drill, nuclear Fire drill. weapons drill. That's right. You get under, uh, we used to do that for tornadoes uh, right. back in Ohio. You get under Stop, drop, and roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so the thing is, if I went in and said, hi, teacher, hey, you know, come on, baby, we're leaving, she would be like, Bleh! But she hadn't seen her mom in 10 days or two weeks. Oh, my goodness. And so I was like, so she's been out doing like, work. Here's, yeah, she was out, you know, she was in, uh, she was all, all around America making, uh, making America safe, like George uh, Herbert Walker Bush. No, I'm sorry. Like, like George well, they all W. Did. He Bush. did in the 70s when he was in the CIA. Yeah, and then it you was the, there was the other Bush, the last Bush that that uh, whatever, no, the second that Bush. Bush. We don't know. We're not done yet. But then no, then, then there was the third Bush. Anyway, they all liked keeping America safe. Yes, and so does my daughter's mother. But so I said, here's the here's how this is going to go. I'm going to pick you up at the airport. You've already got your stuff in the suitcase. Whether yeah. it's clean or not doesn't no excuse. Matter. No excuse. Then we're going to get my mom. Then we're going to go to the school, and you're going to go in. So it's going to be like it's going to be, like be like one Ferris of those. Bueller. Yeah, or, or like a video where where a uh, a guy comes back from the war in Ukraine and and surprises his kid in the school or something, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" And, oh, it's and like, maybe they they brought along his dog that recognizes him. They brought the dog exactly. They the dog. I said, "You're going to go in the school, and then by the time she's in the car, then the, then she's going to be like, "Wait a minute, what am I? What are we doing?" And it's like road trip. Woo! Yeah, yeah. So she'll never know what hit her. And so pulled it all off. And then got out of town before Friday afternoon traffic you and made it, it. Oh up my God. to Diablo Dam before the sun went down. So pretty much nailed every, every step of it. That must have felt good.
Exactly. That's, a, that's a good start. I mean, so often we begin these, I feel like we begin any kind of trip, like down in the count, we're running late, things didn't fit in the car, I probably forgot something, but you went into that full bore. You're, you're ready to see some goddamn dams. Well, and part of it, you know, I'm taking this atomoxetine. Yeah, I found my friend Alex is taking it too. Yeah, atomoxetine. Atomoxetine. And one of the things it has done is it's made me, I'm not, I don't drum my fingers as much, which is weird. Hmm. But also, I put all this plan together and then also cleaned the truck and made a sack lunch for everybody before the, picking But in the absence the of what we used to, I know we don't use this word anymore, but in the absence of what we used to call mania? Yeah, well... What I normally would have done was half clean the car, half mm -hmm. make a sack lunch. Think about chili, making chili. Yeah, and then say, well, I'll just get her at the airport. We'll come home yeah. real fast, and then we'll go do all this. And then we would leave at 5.30, and, and it would all be, have been a disaster. Yeah. I can't credit the atomoxetine yet. Well, let's okay. see. We'll wait and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, it was a three. It was like a two and a half. We got, we got back last night, and... And so we left on Friday. After. Wait, is it is it uh, crass of me to ask the the really dumb obvious question as a damn outsider? Yeah. A goddamn out outsider is that how many dams did you keep track of? How many you saw? Was there any kind of a mission to what you were doing? Was there like did, was it just to see the see the best ones? You could see the coolie. Now where's Hoover Dam? Where's that? <laughs> Hoover Dam. That's down. That's down by you. That's over by Las Vegas. Oh, that's down by me. Las Vegas. Yeah, lost, San Francisco. I call, I call it lost wages. Lost wages. Yeah, mm -hmm. San Francisco lost wages. They're real close to each other. They're That's right down right. there yep, in yep, the yep. south. Go, go through pavement country. Southwest corner of America, right. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, and that's a beautiful dam. Make no mistake. Uh, mm -hmm. But And Grand Coulee, I don't think you look at it and you think, wow, that's a beautiful dam. It's just a very impressive dam. I think it's every dam large. is impressive. This like, one's a mile across. Oh, my God. We just, we forgot, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I don't want to play into our weaknesses or our strengths, but God damn it, John, do we remember how to make things anymore? Does anybody remember laughter? Right. See, that's Jesus. what I'm saying. And you look at it everywhere like, they you made go. This, like you look at, you look at the two big bridges that are kind of famous that go from, you know, well, depending places on how you look at it. Well, yeah. for, I don't want to say from San Francisco, but that join San Francisco to, you know, uh, you know, the world, the world. And they both they both opened up. If memory serves, nineteen thirty five. They made those mm. bridges. Those bridges were made in the thirties in the depression. You ever mm. watch a video about the making of uh, of uh, the Empire State Building? Mm. Boy, believe me, y you don't want to know what they got done in the amount of time that they got it done. It's crazy. And can I also just mention it's in the middle of Manhattan and they're building up. They don't have mm. places to put their tools. Mm -mm. It's crazy. Mm -mm. That's why they're always eating lunch on beams in those Life magazine photographs. Yeah, lunch on beams. Lunch on beams. Yeah, that's what they would call. Twee! Lunch on beams. Lunch on beams. I couldn't agree more. You know, in uh, the early 1930s, we were flying in biplanes made out of balsa wood. And in, by the end of World War II, we were soaring through the skies in aluminum jet aircraft. That's how also fast also times you look at look at submarines the early disruptions mm -hmm. of what the Germans could do with their greater technology in uh, in in what they call them, U boats, uh, but you're you're absolutely right as you know John I watch a lot of documentaries about wars and and it is mind boggling like it's it's kind of a you got to do it a little bit on a sliding scale but you basically look at the state of what air flight air combat was 
because it was brand new in World War One. I'm sorry, I won't carry on. But no. it's crazy that you got to the point of having having those uh, those those uh, unbelievable array. Oh, the tanks, the tanks, oh, the John. Tanks. Oh, the tanks. The tanks. The what tanks. what they did with tanks over a few years? Crazy. Now let me let me just set the wayback machine. Okay. To 2010. And think about what technology was like in 2010. Oh. And then we then come fast forward 12 years to now. Right? You know, my, my, my when I was outside the house, my internet was a little slower. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I got I got uh, I got convinced to switch to T Mobile. And yeah. sometimes when I was down in a coolie, yeah. uh, I couldn't get any signal. And then my daughter's mother uh slash partner yeah. would wave her non T Mobile phone in my face and go, ding 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 ding, five bars or whatever. And I'm like, I you know, we're all just living in a cell phone. I feel the like internet's like ATMs. Where it's like, you know, there's going to be one or there's not. Like, there's a lot of places, I don't know, it's not exactly the same thing. But there are places like Starbucks or ATMs where there's going to be so many. And as it happens, that's the kind of places where I am mostly. There's not that many places where there's no ATMs at all. But like, you know, you're not just suddenly like, you're going to see clusters in the big population areas and maybe not so much in, in the dam. Right, right downtown in Walla Walla, Washington, there's a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you where there's not a Starbucks, Okanagan, Washington. Okanagan. Can't find a Starbucks at Okanagan. I wonder even, I don't even think you can find one in Omac. Really? What about, you, what about Twisp? Definitely not. I don't, want, I don't want to leave the impression that I'm in the bag for Starbucks. I don't really have a strong feeling one way or another. I'm no. mainly trying to, and I apologize if I'm saying anything we don't say anymore, but I'm mainly trying to highlight that there is a certain kind of ubiquity that is, that oh, be poor thing, that really go, does go with a certain time and, yes, a certain place. But, you know, we used to have was a, the pink one. Sorry, magenta one. Yeah, right? it's pink. It? That's right. Okay. They, they, they own the baseball stadium downtown now, and they, they, oh, all the lights are pink. Uh, T-Mobile Stadium? Okay. I think it's better in crypto, I guess. I don't remember. But uh but yeah, I look at all these Bureau of Reclamation and Works Progress Administration things that you know, they really built a lot of them in the West because what this is what we were doing out here. Mm -hmm. And you think, wow, they really cuz it's not just the dam and all the power. You have to get it's, all the stuff here. Well, that but also then they built an an irrigation system that encompasses the whole state and the whole region that then allowed them to grow crops to sow the seed that then nature would grow and then we would eat yeah repeat, eat, repeat. and so you you go out there cuz one of the things one of the reasons my mom wanted to do this is that when my dad and my mom were first dating my dad in his 1950s glamour had a jaguar he had a Jaguar? A 1950s Jaguar. And he, on weekends, would take my mom, who, who had come out west from Ohio, mm -hmm. and they would drive around the state. Oh, I love this. With the, with, and her hair would be in a handkerchief, and he would have his Ray-Ban sunglasses on, and oh they would God. motor around Washington and see all these things. Well, so she was seeing all of Washington— at a time before there was an understanding of plate tectonics, before anybody knew about mega uh, volcanoes and mega 
floods. It was 30 years before uh, Mount St. Helens. 30 years before Mount St. Helens. Mm -hmm. It was before anybody knew how long uh, humanids had been in uh, the Americas. It was, uh, there's so much we've learned. My goodness. In that 60 years. And so they were out driving around all these places and speculating. How do you think this got here? Why would this be like this? Mm -hmm. Like, this is so crazy that this, you know, they understood that glaciers had shaped the world, but none of those coolies were made by glaciers, clearly. Hmm. And so they would drive around. And, so There's my a time when we just has, didn't know certain things, and we, it was hard to find know. out. We didn't. We, we don't have that anymore, John. In some ways, it is. I wouldn't. I'm not going on a thing here, but like that is something that we have lost: is the idea mm -hmm. of not knowing things. There are no. There, we've lost the right dynamics on the new frontier. Oh my God! Nice pull. Right? Mm -hmm. Are you the nightfly? <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Rocket Money. You can learn more about Rocket Money right now by visiting RocketMoney.com/supertrain. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is more like $200, maybe more. So you could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. It's time to start using Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Have you ever tried to cancel a subscription and it takes you four different tries? I have. In less than 30 seconds, you can order a hot meal, a ride to the airport, a giant uh, case of toilet paper. Canceling a subscription, though, wow, that can clear the rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. Uh, this is an app that will show you all your subscriptions in one place and cancel uh, any of the ones that you don't want. It'll do it for you, okay? Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been uh, double-charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel. And Rocket Money takes care of the rest. So get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money starting right now. You go to rocketmoney.com slash supertrain. Uh, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash supertrain. Our thanks to Rocket Money for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. No, but you're listening to Night Flight. <laughs> Ruby, 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 baby. So, so it was cool to drive around with her because she was also remembering a time when nobody knew what this was. And she was like, oh, well, we used to, mm -hmm. we guessed it was this. And then we would go someplace and she'd say, oh, this doesn't look anything like it used to because now it's all verdant and green and it used to all be tumbleweed scab land. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And so, so it was like, <laughs> you know, in a lot of those towns that are now like, oh, there's mountain bikers wheeling down main street. And it was like, no, nah, this was just a bunch of old drunk cowboys. And so it was, it was, that was neat too. Cause she wanted to see it, but also she was there to kind of give us a glimpse of yeah. how, how much had changed <sighs> the West, the West. Did she enjoy it? If you can say she did. I mean, it's hard for me to know what people enjoy. I know. I know. You got you do your best. To, 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 as I like to put I think I might even mention this last week. Uh, uh, it's difficult to make people do things. It's difficult to force things to happen. The only option that most of us really have, if we're being honest, is to create a certain set of conditions. So you yeah. can't make people have fun. All you can do is do your darndest and, and really like not just what you want, but to try to make to create, to create the conditions for fun. 
for other people. You can't make people have a fun at a party, but you can create the right conditions for a party to be fun. You know what I'm saying? I think that yeah. goes for a lot in life is you create the right conditions. And, you know, I, I bet your mom had fun. Was she sitting up front? Uh, well, she... So, Does yeah. anybody get car sick? I bet car sick figures into it. No, car sick is... Everybody's pretty good with car sick. Okay. There's a little bit of a... You know, what? Uh, my daughter's mother slash partner is partner, very... Yeah. Um, she's very interested in rank in a certain way, which is to say that she is the mom she is she is top mom if she can get away with it in any circumstance mm. and so top mom sits in the front but you can't top mom when my mom is there on a birthday on her birthday especially tread, tread then, lightly you know but then my mom is one of those oh i don't need the front seat i'll sit in the back seat. she riding the boot she's a tough lady and so me over you know over uh driving because it's my truck yeah i stay out of that problem like the the ladies can decide who sits where and who is holding oh, that's what, a that's a y'all and paul type situation that's right that's mm -hmm. you know and everybody's got a job and that just all gets decided and i'm just driving i'm just the i'm the pilot it's a, it's a, you are you're the pilot you're the captain uh, now but let, uh, let's quote the guy in the meeting with george costanza we only wake you for the important meetings exactly only which wake I, me for i the like important. fine so they actually they trade it off um, and, and, and fortunately for everybody in the vehicle, I didn't really need a navigator because I can find my way around Washington state. And if I couldn't, I should go drown myself. Really? Because it's like, look, this huh. is Washington. They should print that on the money. This is Washington and God damn it. I know where I am. So I don't need anybody telling me where the, you know, that I need to turn around because the taco restaurant is, you know, was two turnoffs back. No, no, no. Or, or, or me, when I'm playing Navigator, I'm like, hey, you just passed the good Popeyes. Like, oh! You, when you're going up, like, toward, uh, like, Vallejo, you have your choice of, of, uh, of Popeyes. But, like, yeah, I do look at the Yelp reviews, which I think some of which are, are pretty racist. But, like, uh, you look at that's the two-star one, that's the, that's the three-star one. You know? So what, what would make a Popeyes fall below the level of like where because I've eaten at the Popeyes in the in the airport in Atlanta, the Atlanta yeah. Airport Popeyes. Whoa. I can't recommend it. Yeah. I mean, even if it's there's the irony is that a lot of airports like to make a show of like the local cuisine kind of stuff. So there's probably like I'm guess I haven't been there in a while, obviously, but in Atlanta, probably lots of like Coca-Cola stuff and things mm. like that. Mm. But like I've had a Chicago dog at the Chicago airport and it was not the best Chicago dog I've ever had. Oh, that's you know sad. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's that's for tours. They also sold Trump hats at the uh, Washington airport, which I found a little concerning. But you know, um, if you get a Starbucks at the Seattle airport, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a Starbucks. That's their whole stocking trade, though, right? Yeah. Wait, no. What was your question? What were we talking about? Oh, how do you know a good? Well, what's not? How do you know? But oh, what's oh, oh. The well, it's interesting. I was watching. Um, I'm kind of a little obsessed with this one guy's videos on YouTube right now. This guy who does these like really digestible things about uh, maths. Uh -huh. And uh, he was talking about. He has a really good one on survivorship bias, and there was a really good one on basically using online reviews as a way to understand sort of like holes in the data. Like, you know, uh, like, you know, there's survivorship bias. One I hadn't heard is voluntary bias, which is like, if you take a poll, like, and we all know how painful that can be. 
to steal from David Letterman. We polled 100 people. Um, no, but where you were like, okay, yeah, but like these are the people who would answer the phone. These are the yeah. people who would return the da-da-da-da. And in the case exactly. that he highlights there, spoiler alert, like when we use the places that planes in World War II that were shot returned home, well, what that tells us is where planes can get shot and survive. It doesn't tell us where planes that we never got back you know, we're, we're sent down. And he says that this is a similar thing with online reviews, which I totally immediately, at least comported with my own grokking of that, which is like, there's only two times people leave reviews generally, unless they're trying to build a brand and use Yelp as a blog, which is either lol. like it was lol, lol. It's either like, you know, some percent of these are assuming it's real are like, this is the best meal I've ever had. But a vast majority are like, they forgot my barbecue yeah. sauce again. Right? right, you don't get that many super good three and a half star reviews, so you have to right. take that with a grain of salt. But all I'm saying is, I'm a bad na navigator, and I leverage the fact that we're on the road to try to get force my family to use, to buy Popeyes, which I'm the only one that likes it. They think oh. it's unhealthy, and also oh. Vallejo. You know, they got a lot of problems. It's kind of unhealthy, am I right? It's pretty unhealthy, like no matter how you slice it. But it hasn't stopped me yet. Um. Were you, was it during, was it one day or did you, did you do a big, long one day round trip or did you, if I could ask, did you do any stopping overnight along the way? Uh, well, it, it, it was a three day trip or, I mean, we, we so spent. You, did you, and did you already have reservations, places you know were going to go or were you free balling? Well, this is another thing that, uh, that one of the great divisions of labor that we have in our family. Oh, between, I can already feel it coming. There's, between, there's somebody who's a little bit more of a project manager than you, maybe. Oh, yeah. Somebody who maybe prefers a nice accommodation that's knowable a little bit more than you, maybe. Well, see, when we were on tour in the long winters, uh, <laughs> for all those early years... We had Sean, a level floor to sleep on, we were happy. When Sean and Eric were, you know, the were the were uh, the, and Michael Schilling, when that was the brain trust... Yeah. Uh, nobody in you know no, nobody in that group liked to be uh, anywhere you know they none of them wanted to be more than fifty feet from a parking meter, and so when we first head out across the America, real pioneer spirit, yeah, they they were just like, oh, I can't see a building, and it was like, guess what? It's that eighty more miles till the next building, and they didn't know like how to do it, and I didn't know how to do it with other people. You know, I I, I think I've told you the story of the first Western state tour when we went to South by Southwest and we were driving along and it was getting late and I pulled over in a rest area and I was like, well, let's unroll our sleeping bags. Oh, and this is like when you learned tables. that without ever, you guys had not discussed specifics of like how fancy things yeah. would be and who would pay for things and that kind of thing. Yeah. And they were like, what are you talking about? We're going to yeah. stay in a hotel, right? And I was like, a hotel? Who has the money for that? Well, by the time I was in the long winters, I understood that we needed a hotel, but I would just drive and drive because I'm because I have bipolar disorder. I would just yeah. drive and drive and drive, drive and drive, and it'd be three o'clock in the morning, and everybody'd be passed out. And finally, I would pull over at a Super Eight. Well, that was basically how we lived. Like, and I can't when I look back at it, I can't believe that I had that anybody would stay in, in a band with me. And Eric Corson is really the only one that did. And Eric Cor it's because he's a trooper. Like Eric is a is a freaking soldier yeah. and then gradually became a colonel of the world. Right. And but very but, much. He does. He really feels like a, apart from being like a really uh, smart, funny, kind guy. I think he, he's very amiable, uh, but not in an annoying way. Well, and, and like Ira from, um, 
from not a surf, Eric's yeah. a professional. He's a professional. Like yeah. you, you say, like this is the deal. It's raining outside, and we have to sleep in a mailbox. And he's like, "All right." You don't have and a big then, debate about it or something. No. And then the next day, it's like, "Hey, we each get a king bed in, you know, in a downtown hotel." And he's like, "Great." Like it's it's not. He can he can handle it, right? Which is not true. Sounds also like a guy who lives in the moment and doesn't carry a grudge in a way that is easy to do on a adventure like that. But when Nabil joined the band, oh boy, Nabil dealt with that for about two nights <laughs> and on the third night he said from the from the back seat hey do you mind if i get us a hotel tonight and i said well i don't know you know we're not we don't really know where we're going to sleep because we're just going to be driving and going through the night and he was like mm -hmm. well tell you what why don't uh, uh what if we just got a hotel in the town and i was like well but then you know we'd we're not going to get all those late night hours of driving after the show. And he's like, yeah, well, how about if we just, how about if I just get us one in the town? And I was like, <sighs> boy, he's, you can oh. tell he's made for management in the best possible way. And I was like, okay, well, we'll very, give very this. focused on what seems like a very specific, easy outcome, but actually the implications of what are happening, what you're arguing with, I think are more of the implications of the, like, somebody else is taking this over and like, I like to drive until I'm exhausted. And he's like, well, what if I get this hotel <laughs> What if I get us a hotel in the town? Yeah, very and focused, so very focused. We showed up at the town before the show, and he was like, let's just go to the hotel first. And I'm like, well, but I mean, we should probably go sit in the parking lot of the venue. <laughs> we get stressed out. Yeah, like, a, like don't, we got some cigarettes to smoke, and he's yeah. like, well, why don't we just swing by the hotel before the show? Yeah. And so we get there, and it's a downtown hotel called the, you know, the Posh, mm. and we load all our stuff in. He, he was on, this is back in the days of Priceline, and he had gotten us each a room <gasps> in a downtown hotel, What? And, uh, and the beds had like six pillows each. Wait, got you, there were wait, uh, four, four, four there rooms, were four, of us four members? Four oh rooms. God. For what we would have paid for two rooms at a hotel on the edge of town at three o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. And I was like, hmm, well... You got lucky the first time. And then after the show, we just went back to the hotel where all of our luggage already was. And we parked in the parking and then went upstairs and we're like, I guess we'll see you in the morning. And then in the morning, he got up and went to the gym. Oh, and, come on. And all Eric, right. Fun's fun. Well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Eric saw him do it. And then Eric was like, can I go to the gym with you in the morning? And I, just, was I like, imagine, sure. I imagine Eric looking like Jack Earl Haley in Breaking Away. I imagine ha having like a very Cutter's equivalent of workout clothes that are probably like gym shorts and, and like Converse. And I imagine him literally smoking a cigarette on a treadmill. <laughs> Eric continued to smoke cigarettes and also work out and get buff on those tours. He's practically, he used, I don't know what he is now, but hi, Eric, if you, you want to hear this, but he used to be practically a professional smoker. He could have gone pro. Yeah, me too. Well, we all did. We got the photo Except of you and me smoking cigars in the backyard and uh, Eric's, Eric's uh, enjoying a cigarette. You can tell he looks good. He looks good doing it. Well, so okay, then, we're, then we get in the van in the morning and we drive to the next show and Nabil's like, how about if I get a hotel for tonight? And of course, you know, the other two guys are like, yes. And I, and I realized that I had in just one, in just one very smooth, effortless sort of like, but a judo motion, I was no longer responsible for hotels or anything to do with. How did you, but like the, okay. So 
And it wasn't my intention. I was, no, no, I, I know, but like the thing that the okay, so setting aside all of the like, like who's who's the captain of this ship thing, there is the money issue. So, did, what did, had that unintentionally made a case for? Well, a little bit of planning actually gets us more for our dollar. Yes. So he was going to be the manager of this, but also he'd shown you something you hadn't been aware of. Yes. And said all he does now. See. John, that's good project management. Yes. Good project management is, here's what I think we should do, and I'll take care of it. it. And that's exactly what it was. He was the first person I was ever in business with who said, I'm going to do this so you don't have to, which is reasonable given all the things that you are trying to do. Like, like Nabil didn't say, oh, God, do I have to do this? Uh -huh. He said, well, look, you're driving, singing, and managing, and... Also, everybody wants to talk to you everywhere we go, and they don't want to talk to us. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take these things <sighs> off your plate. But also, I'm going to save you money, and also you're going to get three more hours of sleep a night. That's a win-win-win. It was just, and I was like, that was, that was, those were the best years for me when Nabil was in the band. Also, good he was just, good he was, so anyway, my daughter's mother mm -hmm. slash partner Shh, also. Partner. She Nabiled the situation. She also loves to do that stuff. She's like, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get the hotels. But she figured out that in order to appease me, and Nabil did this too, in order to appease my sense of like, but what if, but what if? Oh, God, that's me. That's my job in the family. Nobody asked for that job learned, to be filled. They learned to say, I'll get the hotel in the morning of the day. So I won't. I don't need to get it four days in advance. Although that would make sense, but it does, I will but wait. That would that would set off an alarm bell for you about yes. constraints. Yes. Right. But what if? But what if? But what yeah. if? So they're like, don't worry. In the morning, when you know where we're going and when we're going to get there, that's when I will go to work. And so that's what she did. She found us a place in. Um, she found us a place outside of Twisp. She found us a place in Walla Walla. And then all I had to do was get us to those places, which what were places. Dignified state. It really, you know? No, no, twist, I mean the names. The names, yeah, are, no. the names are a little silly sometimes. I mean, I, and listen, I know we're not supposed to say that anymore because they're probably based in something, you know, uh, what's the phrase, endogenous. But, but, uh, but some of them are funny. Like Walla Walla is funny. Walla Walla is funny. And apparently I say it, as I've always said it, Walla Walla. Walla Walla. But when I say it that way, people go, why do you say it that way? Oh, because I think I say it the other way. It's Walla Walla. I put or the stress it's in the third walla. syllable. Walla Walla. Or Walla Walla. Mm -hmm. I say Walla Walla. Walla! Kind of like it's I say Eugene. Everybody from Eugene is so mad that I, that I say Eugene because they say Eugene. Yeah, see, this is, this is Rhode Island all over again. No matter what you say, you're saying it wrong. I, I told you, didn't I, that I say twat wrong? <laughs> You, um, um, no, I don't think you did, but is that you do the American pronunciation, and yeah. so the, 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 the Brits run it with pasta, right? Well, yeah, so I was with these British guys, and I, and I was like, you know, don't be a twat, and they were like, what is it, what? And then the other one said, he's saying twat. Oh. And the guy said, are you trying to say twat? And I said, yeah, twat. And he was like... They're, 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 they're uptight and conceited, even in their obscenities. Yeah, and and they and they were and then they spent twenty minutes razzing me about it, like, like that isn't even the word, or that word isn't even a word, like twa. It's a different country, John. <laughs> the, the, the educational system's different. 
you know, the governance, uh, the, you know, the, the, just everything's, everything's so different there. They have different ways of naming their highways and stuff. It's really confusing. Show are, me, yeah. Show me one dam that's a mile across in England. Oh, no, no. That would have to extend into another country. Yeah, basically, it would have to go to. Scotland. It would have to go to. I would at least like it would at least uh, you know uh, kiss on Wales. They'd call it Hadrian's Wall. Hadrian's Walla. <laughs> Hadrian's Walla Walla. No, that's not. Funny. That's not a joke. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry. But you you did it. That's really cool. Oh, John, I'm so sorry. It's uh, it's just well, I guess you did the this whole, while you did this all while you were sick. The whole point, I guess the the the, the question. Yeah. Which is a point, but which is also Ooh. my daughter at one point, she was in the backseat going, uh, and we got out at a town and I was like, what's the matter with you? You know, the, I, I, I said to the other ladies, I was like, you guys go, you know, find a restaurant. We're just going to sit here and talk for a second. Oh. I was like, what is, I said, what is going on? She was like, I don't want to, I just, I mean, and I said, what? I've had that conversation. Yeah. And she was like, well, I just don't. I don't like road trips. I just want to be home. I just, this is all. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, th here's the thing. We're on a road trip now. And so there's no amount of grunting that's going to <laughs> cause us to turn around. We're not going to, <laughs> we're not going to, the vehicle is not going to aspirate and, and appear yeah. back at home. Right. You're not going to grunt us into stopping. Yeah. Um, you have to. Either, I mean, but, but, but I want you to be aware of the fact that you are trying to, you're not just protesting, you're trying to uh, affect the outcome, right? All of the noise you're making and all of the dissatisfaction and the, and the pouting, you're trying to change something fundamental, which is that you want us to stop liking to go on road trips. You want us to take your feelings into account and, and you're going to try and actually change how this family approaches these things at the very least and this i'm an outsider here just looking in but at the very least this is a person who wishes this hadn't begun that it had not happened and right, right the, the we are where we are but like you can't change the fact that we are you're always where you are here we are right mm -hmm. exactly and in a perfect world we would all only wake up in the morning only to eat pizza and ice cream and then go and then read and go back to bed. That would be the ideal life for us all, I think. I would do that. Or or in my case, scabetti instead of pizza. Wake yeah. up, stay in bed until the scabetti is ready. Get up, <laughs> eat the scabetti, then follow with some ice cream, then read, then go back to bed. Yep. But since we're I, not... I, I did very, very close to that yesterday. Well, see, and every once in a while, you I like should to get, get up, have, have, have lunch or breakfast. Well, let's be honest, lunch with my yeah. kid on a Sunday. And then I go, Ugh. we'll watch a little bit of like, like a flight of the Concords or a community. And then I go back to bed. Yes. Yeah. See, you get one of those every once in a Second while. Second sleep. But then you also have to go on road trips where your father talks about dams and irrigation for three days. And you're not days. allowed to be mad about it. You can't, or you can, you can be mad, but you cannot, you cannot inflict it. On us, without at least being aware that you're n that this is not a passive thing you're doing. This is an active attempt right. to do your, something. Your sighs are audible. Yeah, you are trying to change the vibe. And I said, here's the thing: you live in a family where everybody wants to go on adventures, and it's okay to be the one that doesn't. Yeah, but you also, 
I want you to think about what it would take to get everybody else to not want to do this. And I don't think you want to invest that much of your of your precious Well, and then another food. thing, I agree with every single word you said. Another part of it is that, and I know this, because I am in the person, I'm the person in my house who most wants to not do things. And not doing things as a blanket approach to life will almost always be beat out by anything anybody wants to do. Like, yeah. it's not a really effective approach in life to just say, I just don't want to do stuff. Although I think that is in some ways my default reaction, at least at first, to almost everything. Right. And like, you gotta, and again, your kid's younger. I, it's, I'm, I'm a grown ass man and I'm still like that. But like, that, that's, there is a go along, get along aspect to it. Does the kid look, is the kid looking at a phone or something at this point? No, no, no. Coloring? Uh, um, there's some coloring. There's some reading. Mm -hmm. I taught her a game that I used to play on long road trips, which is that you look out the window and you imagine, I used to imagine in the style of, uh, Roger Moore, uh, James Bond movies yeah. that the car was being pursued by, uh, riders in black helmets, uh, that are riding dirt bikes. Ooh, boy. And so as we're driving through the, through whatever environment it is, these dirt bikes with black helmeted riders come up on our side and yeah. they have submachine guns. That's right. They're like, and then all the little stuff that happens, all the little culverts, all the little better is if everybody was on skis. So, and, and in the snow, sometimes they're pulling Roger Moore. They love to make Roger Moore or his double ski, you know? And, and so the motorcycle helmets are scary though. They're like the anonymity of the pursuers. Well, and then they would hit stuff, you know, they'd hit trees, they would mm -hmm. hit, they'd crash, and, but there would always be another one that would kind of come out from behind, like, motorbike hydra, yeah. And I would just sit and entertain myself with this, you know, this imagination game of like, we're being chased by motorcycles. And it, to, to an adult, it just looked like I was looking out over the, you know, <laughs> over the fields and just daydreaming. And That's I was. That's what they call it an interior world. It's just that we were being pursued by uh -huh. motorcycle commandos. So yes. I taught her, I told her about this game. And she said, well, do I have to have motorcycles? And I was like, sweetie, you do not. You can populate your imaginative world with whatever you like. And she said, I'm going to have Star Wars land speeders chasing us. And I said, I think Whoa. that's entirely appropriate. And then for hours, every once in a while, she would pop up and say, you'll never guess what just happened. And I'm like, what? Well, a land speeder, blah, blah, blah. And then she would talk about some aspect of these land speeders that were chasing her. But in her version, they were our friends. They and were more they, like an escort. They were an escort and they were flying around us and they were interacting with each other and they were like protecting us. I love that. Pronoia. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, but, but she, she got it. And I think, I think registering that she wasn't just grunting because she was protesting, but understanding that she was actually like trying to accomplish something that she was never going to accomplish, which was to make the rest of us say, okay, let's go home. Yeah. 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 When I did that as a kid, which I did, like probably way more than your kid ever did. I was a real, I was a piece of shit as a kid. Mm -hmm. And like, but I would, it would also be, I think if I'm being honest, part of it was also, I want to make this less fun for everybody. I want them to be unhappy too. Yeah. And I, and I think part of uh, our conversation standing on the streets, standing on a street corner in uh, Okanagan mm -hmm. uh, was like, 
you are not going to successfully mm. make this uh, bad for us because we're just too interested in what we're doing. So all that's going to happen is that we are going to become more and more um, unreceptive to your sounds. You can't and, say that a key skill in life is pretending to have fun until you eventually kind of are. Oh, and 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 I and she said like, oh, I don't want to pretend to be having fun. I said nobody's asking you to. Although, but do not, you know, like do not think that you're going to rob us of fun. But Did she one feel of bad? Does she feel bad? No, about no, it? no, no, no. Because oh, we okay. work, we we work a lot on like this is not about you feeling bad about it, right? Like this is where I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm not trying to motivate you by by guilt or by making you feel bad. Good, good. I'm just laying out. You're, you're, but you are giving a useful note that may not be obvious to the person. Yeah, just yeah. just like you know, don't you are not a passive actor in a situation where you're trying to affect the outcome. You are you're active and let's look at what you're doing because at and, first and she now, was like now look ah! at all the land speeders that's because of you we got these land speeders land speeders but at the end of the of the weekend i looked at my 88 year old mother and my daughter and her mother and oh, myself yeah. Yeah. and i was like a three-day road trip is a lot more work now than it was before oh and, yeah and it's a lot more of a it, it's not just an investment. It's like that um, uh, I, I don't want to say that I got to the end and was like, whew, thank goodness I don't have to do one of those again because there's still that part of me that's like, no, 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 I'll always be on a road trip. Mm -hmm. But I definitely was like, oh, you know, get that, get that pot of spaghetti going and maybe tomorrow – I can just go back to bed. You've earned it, man. Also, you know, not all, you know, well, we're running out of time, but you know, not all, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that you should like make things unpleasant for people, but like there are things in life where like it ends up being like kind of uh, an interesting memory. I guess is the equivalent of when people say, well, I'm having a bad day, but someday it'll make a good story, which I think is actually kind of true a lot of the time. And I think it's actually what, what that is, is a very, mature 50,000 foot way to look at your life is that like whatever's happening today, like as long as I'm around, like there'll be other days and some will be good and some will be bad and most will be just days. But like, I have such what ended up becoming sort of warm, uh, nostalgic memories of, of things that weren't very fun at the time. Well, and that's, uh, and how do you, how do you say that? You, you know? can't, there's no and, point. And, you sound and saying to her like, what I said, what, what was it's like saying? I'm, it's like I'm saying, that's like saying, I'm glad you got a splinter. It would be a weird thing to say. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm, uh, you know, you'll remember this broken wrist, but like I, <laughs> I, I asked them, uh, like my what, summer in a cast, what was your favorite part of the, of the trip? Yeah. And, you know, and I think my mom said, well, Palouse falls. I never saw Palouse falls. And I was like, Palouse falls pretty amazing. And I think, uh, you know, there was a vote for Walla Walla. <laughs> which is a very cute little town and uh there's a lot there's a lot lot to recommend about it. Yeah. Yeah. And my kid said Grand Coulee Dam. And I said damned. Grand Coulee Dam. I didn't you know, we spent a lot of time talking about it while we were there, but I didn't I didn't expect that. And she was like it was just so um it was just so big and we went to the museum and I kind of understand how it works and and um, oh, did that surprise you, John? 
Well, it did. And I just feel like, oh, right. I, you know, you can't dance around and try and entertain a kid and say like, no, look over here. It's, you know, look at, it's the, it's the new Kraken mascot global or globble or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, hey, 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 look, 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 look. Yeah. Um, because they're looking, they're looking around. And she came away after all the stuff and is still thinking about that damn, which, you know, uh, well, that's what, that's what I would have done, you know? And so, wow. The, uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the dam. I don't know. Me neither. A lot of apples out there, you know, they grow them with the water that they get from the dam. I think, um, uh, there's probably a name for this, but there's that way of looking at the world. Well, I'll just, I'll just say, I'll, I'll make this up and I'll claim it. Uh, the way that you try to show places on a, on a placemat, that's a map and you symbol the symbols, like an orange is Florida. Yeah. I think of apples as being uh, Washington on, on placemats. That's what we do. We grow apples here and sweet onions. Sweet onions yeah. and dams. And dams. Okay. I think that's it, right? I think so. Okay. Do you have anything funny you want to say before we go out? Um. <laughs> oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do big. <laughs> da, ta, 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 ta.